Welcome to the Marriage Playbook Podcast, everybody. My name is Javaris Goodenbutz. And I'm Willie Haynes. What's up, everybody? It's been a while, I know it. But hey, I thank y'all for still rocking with us, holding on. We're back. We got a good one for you. We are back. We are back. And we appreciate y'all. Listen, you know, we have lives. You know, we're husbands, (laughs) fathers. So, you know, we, we definitely are doing the best that we can to get y'all something every week. As y'all see, some weeks have passed, but we're still here. So we appreciate y'all for hanging in there um, and sticking with us. So let me say this, man. Let me say this. How is it that us as fathers and husbands can be better with time, right? Because for one, even with us doing this, this is just one piece of everything that we have going on in our lives so how 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 do you manage your time how do we manage our times like what 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 are you trying to do what have you found that works best for you uh bro managing time is probably challenging aspects of my life just because of the, all of the time that i have to manage um i think what what works man is trying to create a schedule and a system and trying to stay consistent with it. I suck at that aspect all the way around. <laughs> but I mean, I know it works. So that's a plus. <laughs> what about mm-hmm. you? Bro? So honestly, I suck at it as well. I can slide <laughs> and tell everybody that I feel like I'm doing a good job because I'm managing but I honestly feel like even if I had more time in the day, I would still find something else to do that would not allow me to have enough time to do those things. Um, So creating the schedule kind of helped, but you have to be consistent with doing that. So then you have to have time to update and keep the schedule. So that's more time in the day that you need for that. So honestly, manage and control is stripping down all of the extra stuff right and starting with the necessities starting with what do you need so let's say for us that's spending that's family time right spending time with your wife spending time with your child and then once you got that down pat you can add on more add on more add on more i feel like i started to do that at the beginning of my marriage and it worked fine but then more stuff started coming and i'm like okay this is a great opportunity let me add this song Okay, I got that. This is another opportunity. Let me add that. But then it's taking the time I'm away from my family. Um, so yeah, I suck at it, bro. Like I'm still trying to find a happy medium still to this day. What 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 like drives me up a wall is when like I look at why it seems at least she's so freaking good at it. Like she can have a bunch of stuff and just knock them out. Meanwhile, with me at shit. Managing my time to do the dishes takes forever. Like, mm. that little thing. So, I mean, and it, uh, I guess it could be just the difference of people, but I think that the more, I think what you said was, the more we try to manage time, I think the main piece is trying to figure out what matters in your 24 hours the mm. most. Prioritize the things that matter and the things that don't. And when you start doing more of that, start seeing like stuff that used to matter or you thought mattered, like it doesn't matter, but I don't have time to do that. 
And then you can go a whole week and be like, I didn't even get to that. And and, and what you used to think was so important is not even important. So I agree, bro. Like sh- learning to shave off whatever excess hair doesn't need to be there. It's like key. Right, that's a great analogy. <laughs> but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask you a question because you because you touched on it, right? So you said your wife is able to basically a phenomenal multitasker, right? She's able to do this, do this, do this, still make time for you and still, you know, fulfill her wifely motherly duties. My wife is the same way. Um, Very good multitasker. Uh, She can do one thing and uh, still be focused on something else and still know that she has all of this stuff to do and still get it done at the end of the day. Do you think, now this this might be playing a little bit of the devil's advocate, do you feel as if the man's happiness gets put on the back burner? I'll explain. So a lot of times us as men, we stress so much about making sure that our wives get what they need, make sure our kids get what they need. We got to make sure we spend time with them. As enough time as they need, uh, make sure that we carve out room for like we said in a previous podcast date nights for our wife right make sure we're able to be there for all of the milestones for our kids you know whatever the needs of our our family are we have to make sure that we're there when it comes to the needs of the husbands and the fathers do you think that that's kind of thought of as second like that's not most important right now because the wife is going to you know do what she needs to do and then what time she has left she may give to us and then on top of that it may be oh you know i'm tired i can't really do anything you know i'm sleepy or whatnot kind of get what i'm saying i do i do i and you can disagree if you don't (laughs) if you don't i i i think (laughs) well i'm gonna tell you what made me just laugh it's like all right now say the right thing <laughs> Don't be in the right. house. That's what I said. You can disagree if you want to. Oh uh, right. man, but no, honestly, bro. Uh, I think it's a uh, per wife. It depends on what she mm-hmm. can, like what she prioritizes and what she considers, mm-hmm. you know, high and low on the list of her things that she does. <clears throat> I think um I think that, you know, wives, they, I, I, I think they take on a lot more, at least seemingly, they take on a lot more when it comes to certain things because of all the different neat details that they think about. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that men get put on the background. I believe that what wives do, if they have children, what they do for their children is embedded it was the things that they do for their men or their husband is embedded in what they do for their child. I mean, like if the wife is making if the mom is making sure the child eats, that husband's gonna eat. If the mom is making sure that clothes are washed for the child so they can have clothes for school, that husband's clothes is gonna be washed. So I don't necessarily think that men get put on the back burner. I think that we have a difference of opinion with a lot of things and it can feel like, I'll say this, 
it can feel like men are not appreciated or valued for different things. Um, but I don't think men are put on the back burner. What yeah. do you think? So I'm a bit indifferent about it, but I get what you say. <laughs> so sometimes, not every time, sometimes I do feel as if, you know, the man isn't put first as we should. I feel as if a lot of times it's expected for the woman to get put first. And the way we feel, the way we may react, um, the way we may or our needs might not get thought of as that's a priority. You know, sometimes wives will make sure that we feel like we're once like we feel like we're number one and that's all what said that, that's all well. Um but the overall I guess thought of I'm trying to get my words together, but I think the 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 overall feeling is that you know we've always heard it a happy wife, happy life. But there's nothing that really speaks to I hate husband. that statement. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Listen, man, speak on it. But yeah, that's, I thought we've we've always heard happy wife, happy life. As long as a wife is happy, you know, the home is happy. But then again, it's like, what about the husband? What about what we need? You know, we speak about women's love languages not often do you hear well what's your husband's love language or what is the man love right. how do you speak right. how, how do you speak my way of love uh, oftentimes we and at the beginning with me and my wife i had to speak her love language in order to connect to her but yeah not yeah. often like I said, this is before. So, wife, when you hear this, I promise we can reconcile. But keep me out of the doghouse. Right, exactly. <laughs> but for a while, she wasn't really speaking my love language. She knew what it was, but she didn't want to speak it. Right. It's, and it's it's and I, I don't know. I feel like that's how most marriages work. Whereas we're so worried and so focused on, you know, how do I tell my wife? Or how does my wife? How do I let my wife know that I love her? Well, let me speak her love language. She just like gifts. Let me get her gifts so she knows I love her. She likes um, quality time. Let me spend all the time with her so she knows that I love her. But then it's like, for me, well, what do I like? I like to be touched. Every guy would probably say that. But hey, touch me. I like my ego rub. I like words of affirmation rub my ego. You know, love stuff. That's how I know that you love me. You feel me? So. I know you said you disagreed so, about about the <laughs> bro, sir, bro you, you, man, you said some stuff. So, first of all, the whole happy wife, happy life statement. I will stand by myself. I don't care if I have to. I don't like that statement. I insinuate that as long as she's good, then mm -hmm. everything's straight, which is so false. Because you can, in your mind, in your way, think you're trying to make her happy with things that you're doing. And you could not, you may not be speaking the love language that she needs, but you are speaking a love language. You just not, you're, the man, the husband is mm. not aware of, you know, that he's not connecting in the way he thinks he is. But in his mind, it's like, it's supposed to be happy wife, happy life. And he does these things and she's not happy and life is jacked up or she is 
but he feels miserable because he doesn't feel valued or he doesn't feel important enough or whatever the case may be. So I I I, I hate hearing that statement. Um, I know hate is such a strong word, but whatever's like right before hate, I that word, that statement, because I think it should be twofold. So then boom, you also said that the whole love languages thing, you might not be speaking the, the right love language or whatever. I think what happens um, with men, we don't necessarily know how to communicate what our love language is. Um, mm. Because I think in a lot of cases, we, like you said, you said something, you said, I like my ego to be strong. I, there's a million men, you might not want to admit it because you're sitting next to your wife right now, but there's a million men that can it, that really should stand up and be real and be like, yeah, I like my ego stroke too. And not for like, so I, pride or what I want to be Superman or jump like that. No, I mean like little stuff like you feel like you are the man in your arena. You know what I mean? Now, old school, unless you know like, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You know you the man. You pay the bills. You do this. You do that. Mm-hmm. But like, things are so different now. Where like you, I believe that old school, it was easier to feel like the man because that way of living was at least in the black culture, the man was going to get the bacon, the woman cooked it at home. So it it was easier to feel like okay, you the man because. I'm the reason why all of this is happening. I'm the reason why we eat. If it wasn't for me going to get this bread, then you wouldn't have no no loaves to put the peanut butter and jelly on. So, but now that the playing field is even in some cases or most cases, shoot, women don't mind being all dependent or independent, excuse me, mm-hmm. and letting people know how much they don't need a man and all that type of stuff, whatever, I'm not going to get into that. But the point I'm making is we have to be honest and communicate the things that we we want, the kind of love language we want spoken to us, even if it's words of affirmation. Like mine is words of affirmation. Tell me, let me know that you're feeling what I'm doing, that you see what mm-hmm. I'm doing, that you like what I'm doing, how I make you feel like I like to I like to feel like I what what I'm done because how I show love is out of um, what is it? Acts of service. So when I do mm-hmm. something, it makes me feel good when I hear something about it. Like not that I do it for that feeling, but I'm also honest in saying when I do it, it makes me feel purposeful when I hear something about it. So words of affirmation. But I might not be as strong. I don't know. That's not a word I want to use. But I might not be. You know. I guess as strong to communicate to you hey i want you to tell me something or i want you to you 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 have to i hate to say this we can't be the ones nagging you feel what i'm saying like we just can't so we got to feed ourselves at times so if we don't get that love language spoken to us then we got to be able to feed ourselves because at the end of the day we got to still keep the, the shit rolling you know what i mean and i agree and since you brought up old school i'm gonna say this right and i may die on this hill by myself so be it. Y'all can, you know, listen, this this don't gotta apply to you if you sit next to your woman or whatnot. But right. how you said, if it gets to a point where we aren't getting what we need, we then have to that's the words of affirmation, right? 
if our wives aren't telling us, hey, you look good, or hey, I like your haircut, or I like that outfit that you got on, we still have to be sure to know it for ourselves. Because I feel like old school, they didn't hear from their woman, although their woman is at home doing everything else. They go out to the store, a woman, oh, you look nice. They at work, oh, you look nice. I like that on you. And then, hey, that's how <laughs> that's how that door opened up and people tumble down and fall into it every time. So to avoid that, you have to know your worth. And bro, it's 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 crazy us talking like this and hearing it because this is the stuff women say to each other, know your worth. <laughs> to uh, the- <laughs> love yourself. Love yourself. Hey. <laughs> Post the notes on your mirror say you are special. You are somebody. <laughs> you are somebody. <laughs> you are somebody, right? But like us as men, we don't have to go that far. But you still have to know, you know, yourself. You still have to know your worth and know what you bring to yeah. the table and not look for that from somebody else as validation. It's nice to hear, like for, like I said, for myself, just like you, my, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. So it's not that I need you to tell me I look good for validation. It's just, I appreciate when you say it. Cause then I know that I'm doing something right. Yeah. You feel me? It's, and that's honestly what it is. But I feel like sometimes, and even with that, we, a lot of men don't open up about these things because we feel as if we're going to be nagging, like you stated. So if I say, why you don't tell me I look good anymore? Why you don't touch me like this? Why you don't, it then becomes like, she may feel like, oh, why are you acting like, oh, why are you acting like such a female in the sense, right? And not to say we have roles or whatnot. So not to be politically correct, it is what it is. Speaking the truth, but I feel like you just have to be open about those things and not be afraid and it goes back to what we said before women you have to create a wife you have to create a, a safe space for men so bro. that <laughs> you have to create a safe space so that we can feel comfortable with opening up to you and telling uh, telling you how we truly feel men don't open up right and i am not to all the women in the world that are listening don't curse me out after this men don't open up and it's not their fault. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. And, and I'm not. I'm also not saying before you, ooh, child, who you talking? You better not blame me. No, I'm not saying it's all your fault either. I'm. I, I, I'm just saying, don't just look at the man like oh, he just don't want to communicate. No, that's not the thing. There mm-hmm. is, and just like women too, but I'm talking for men. There is trauma that men go through mm-hmm. emotionally. Okay, emotionally, that a lot of us were never taught how to express or how to deal with. So we learn to like the things we learn is like separation or distraction and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay, well, let's just go watch the game and I forget about it, or let me just leave and go to the cigar bar for some hours and come back and I'm good. Never dealt with the stuff that whatever it was, whatever that was bothering. So if we are already experiencing that and it's hard to it's, it's something that we don't have any type of example or any type of knowledge in for real then it's your duty to create that space you're being women it is your duty to create that space for us to you know 
create that safe space as we should do you cool but it's still your duty you're created for us because mm-hmm. you don't want the man that's 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 um that's closed off because then you, you you'll never tap in. You know what I'm saying? I could I can say that from a from a personal standpoint because I was that way. I didn't talk. I didn't. I was a big on like I'm out or I'll just distract myself with something else until it's gone and then shoot I'll deal with it at some point. But like eventually I learned the weight lifting of communicating the stuff that you feel emotionally. And did it make me did it make me feel like a punk at times? It certainly did. To this day, it'd be stuff that I say, yeah, really good. Say real say that out loud. And it, it, just because it's emotions, like men don't, don't want to be emotional. Like it's right. that's considered, you know what I mean? But I feel like your wife should be the place of your significant other, your girlfriend, if you're trying to get married, your fiance, whatever, that should be your place where where nobody else sees you be soft that should be the place where you're able to be soft but if you can't be because if you know your emotions or things you've communicated to your wife or your significant if those things are thrown if you're you don't trust that those things can be held and not thrown back in your face or held over your head or you know Mm -hmm. used against you used as a weapon is what i should say like a man is not going to communicate if he feels like his emotions can be used against him as a as a, as a weapon. He's gonna shut down. He's not gonna get it. So I agree with you, bro. Got to be a safe space, man. I know I went on a tangent, but shoot, that came from my heart. <laughs> nah, you straight. It all relates. <laughs> it all relates. But and and even with that, I feel like a lot of times the words that men hate to say is this is how you made me feel right because then that opens up let's talk about your emotions and let's talk about how you feel we don't want to do that i feel like when we were growing up especially our generation of men we were taught you know gotta be tough don't talk about your emotions if you get into a fight hey you gotta hit them back but then also we were told don't hit women this is why this applies we get in these marriages where we get angry we get upset we're trying to apply everything that we learned growing up, but women said, but we're told not to hit women. And sometimes, you know, I didn't say it. Tyler Perry said it. Sometimes you just want to one 800 choke that. You feel me? Yeah. But we gay. Can't, can't, can't put my hands on them. So we got to walk away. And that's, that's, that's all we know how to avoid conflict is walking away. So, so, so bro, that makes me think about this, that, there is in football you have cover four defense cover two cover three but then you have man defense Mm -hmm. so what do we how do we relate that there is time when it should be about you and me it should be about husband and wife girlfriend and boyfriend fiance and fiance whatever but it's very important men take your time bro take your time me time is important to any, to any, any couple, men, women, whatever, it is important. Me time is important. I, I, I say that because too much time spent under each other can then become aggravating. Just, just, just naturally. I don't care how much you love that woman. I don't care how much that woman loves that man. You spend every waking moment together. Something's going to bother you. He may, I don't know, 
clip his toenails at night, and now it bothers you because you feel like there's going to be toenail clippings on the floor somewhere. You just need time apart. And, and I, I say that because scripture-wise, Jesus took time apart from mm. the people and his disciples. So there were times when, when they fed the 5,000, right? They fed the 5,000. Immediately after they fed the 5,000, Jesus did, uh, separated the disciples and told them to get in the boat and go to the other side of the sea, right? But then what did he do? He separated from them. He separated from them. Go to the garden of Gethsemane. He had his disciples again. He separated away. He separated from them to go pray. What was his purpose behind separating? So that he would be able to clear the white noise. He would be able to unclutter his mind so that he can be one with God. He can be one with God and be able to hear clearly or have some type of guidance based on like whatever he was about to get into. So I say men, women, uh, incorporate, uh, value, make a priority, me time in your relationship. Because what happens when you don't do that, somebody forces it in there. And when it's forced, it's rejected by the other party. Then me time becomes a negative aspect and we don't want that. And I think to add on to that, as long as both parties see that me time is important, it won't be seen as the other person just trying to run away. So if me time, for example, women, you getting your nails done, you getting your hair done, don't look at it as a chore. Look at it as your me time, your time away, your time to enjoy other women or whatever you need to do to get your to get yourself dolled up. Men, even something as simple as getting our hair cut, that's time for you to be around other men, to be around another, you know, conversations about man space, uh, or even if you got to indulge in whatever you need to indulge in. Um, just make sure that it's for one, it's healthy. Um, it's not disrespectful to the other party, but two is to help you clear your mind because we all need that. We all need time to clear ourselves, get our thoughts together before we move forward. And like you said, think about it in COVID time. That time, these two last two years where we were stuck in the house with the person. Listen, I, I know y'all might not want to say it because y'all next to y'all person. Yeah. No for a fact. That y'all got hey, aggravated with something. Aggravated. <laughs> get me out of here. Let me just sit outside, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. So, listen, I think that is important for a healthy relationship. And when we, when us as men are able to open up because we know that it's safe, because we know it's not going to be used against us, um, you know, it's not like court. Or it's not like when you, you know, in the law, they say anything you say or do will be used against you, you know, further on. It's, I say this now, I don't have to worry about you bringing it back up because you understand where I'm coming from. And I'm just saying it so that we can move forward and we can heal together. Not, oh, uh, I feel like this now, five weeks down the road, oh, you always sensitive. You feeling like this now. You feeling like that. That's going to cut it out. That's going to... If, if, if that's the case, if that's the response, once again, going back to creating this safe space, he's not going to open up. He's not going to talk to you. He's not going to tell you anything. Because here's what mm -hmm. I believe women may think when a man says me time, you don't want to be around me. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> right. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to be around us. <laughs> like, 
I don't want to be around mm-hmm. the aspect of us. I want to go, like you said, it it fuels a man to be around other men. It it just to talk nothing, just to talk man talk. It fuels a man. I can come back home with right. a better mind. I was able to talk to some other guys and just talk that noise. You know what I mean? Just like women, we want to go have a mm-hmm. little wine night. Sing, I get so weak in the knees, and you loud and all over the house. But I think you feel great, right? And men, it's the same thing. So, me time, I don't know, me time is so important, man. You just, like I say, it's very important how you incorporate it in your marriage or in your relationship, whatever. Because, again, if it's forced, it can, it can cause all, uh, all um, types of chaos, man. So, I mean, I don't know. I say make sure when you have that safe space to put it all together. When you have that safe space, a man can communicate things that he needs, things that he wants, just like a woman can, can do the same thing. The safe space is created. You all feel comfortable and secure in that space. Then when you try to incorporate me time, it should not be looked at so negatively because of the positive aspects that it can have. Those are my closing thoughts. Yeah, man. Hey, no need for me to say anything else. I concur. I hope that, as always, man, y'all know how we close this thing. I I hope that y'all have taken something. Uh, I hope that y'all have learned something um, that you can use in your your marriage, in your relationship. All we're trying to do is tell y'all from my experience. Like I said, we don't know it all. We don't try to know it all. Um, and you know, it is what it is. So, like I said, I appreciate y'all. Um, you can follow us on social media at marriage underscore playbook. Give us feedback, comment, uh, share. You know, again, we need topics. Let us know what y'all want to hear. We're willing right. and loving to talk about whatever y'all want to talk about, man. Right. Let us know, man. We look forward to hear from y'all on Instagram, on Facebook, on whatever social outlet you have. Um, you can follow me at Haynes underscore second generation. Follow me at Javaris GB. And that's it. Another week in a, uh, in a uh, film study in the locker room. So Appreciate y'all. y'all. Y'all come back and hang out with us. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.